This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show. You're listening to an exclusive podcast of The Tonic, heard Saturday afternoons at 1 on Zoomer Radio. The following is a sponsored program. Zoomer Radio and MZ Media Incorporated do not endorse any of the statements or opinions made by the contributors. I actually believe that most people don't create compelling enough goals and therefore they live mediocre lives. And why would we want to do that? Why not set some huge goals, whether it's losing weight or getting a new job or whatever the case may be, but why not set the bar higher? Because even if you do falter, if the bar is set really high, you'll have attained a a pretty high level. Welcome to The Tonic. I'm your host, Jamie Busson, and we're here to talk about your health and wellness-related issues. On today's show, we're going to discuss dealing with stress and anxiety over the holidays. Then we're going to chat with the inventor of a device that helps to prevent concussions. And lastly, we're going to discuss identifying and achieving your goals in the new year. But first, a bit of business. Support for today's show comes from Purica. Inspired by nature and backed by science, Purica creates new horizons in health and wellness by empowering you with the finest of whole foods, supplements, and lifestyle solutions. The Purica vision is a world where you achieve your fullest potential in every aspect of life, work, and play. Purica products are inspired by nature and are all vegan, non-GMO, and gluten-free. Purica natural supplements are also backed by science and Healthcare Canada approved, studied, tested, validated. Purica, a winner of science and technology awards for innovation, is Canadian-owned and Canadian-operated and proud to serve the world around us. The Purica roster of whole food products and natural supplements include the flagship product Recovery for whole body health and pain relief, a suite of immunity products such as Purica Prevent and Purica Prevail, Immune 7 and Complete 360 to protect you and your family, a series of micronized medical mushrooms and specialized formulations for weight loss, vitality, and menopause relief, along with new whole food products such as Purica Purola Granola Bars and Purica Power Vegan Protein. In addition to people products, Purica is also proud of the Purica Pet Line for small animals such as dogs and cats and Purica EQ for horses. Our first guest today is Melissa Blair. She's a training coach and one of Canada's foremost global fitness competitors. She's a member of the team of Purica Ambassadors committed to providing you with healthy eating and training tips. For more information, check out Purica Ambassador Melissa Blair and her blogs at Purica.com or email her at Melissa at GetFitLicious.com. I'm going to spell that. G-E-T-F-I-T-L-I-C-I-O-U-S.com. Hey, Melissa, welcome. Thank you. So the holidays, let's just get right to it. Why are people so stressed and anxious over the holidays? What do you think? You know what? I think the big thing with the holidays is we set unrealistic expectations of trying to please everyone above and beyond our actual capacity. Along with that commitment to do so and make other people happy, we abandon our own rituals that on an ongoing basis are our stress relievers. So things like working out and eating right, we just forget about that and worry about pleasing everyone else. You're right. You know, I eat all the cakes and cookies that my wife makes (laughs) to make her feel good. But of course. And then, and that's the only reason, of course. (laughs) And And then, you know, I may or may not take that spin class that I was supposed to take the next day. So exactly. I, I hear you. So with all the stress being built up, what would you recommend? What would be your number one advice 
to alleviate the stress? It's not the stress that kills us. It's how our body deals with it. So the one most important thing I would say is protect your sleep. Okay. No, I agree with that. After a good night's sleep, you feel so much better. Absolutely. You can cope with things. Your your brain on the subconscious level is working through issues. That's when we recover. So your nervous system, your muscles, like everything recovers while you sleep. So first and foremost, protect that sleep. Okay. So when you say protect that sleep, let's elaborate. How would you do that? So protecting your sleep would look like removing stimulants, excessive stimulants. So things like caffeine that you might have an extra coffee to get through that hustle bustle of the holidays or watching the intake of alcohol as well as simple sugars. So that simple sugar of just constantly making your blood sugars rise and fall can be very disruptive to your sleep as well as your meal timing. So watching that you're not eating too close to bedtime so that your body has has the opportunity to power down and get quality sleep. You know, the alcohol one is an interesting one. Over the last couple of years, I find I can hold my liquor, but when I go to sleep after having had a few, my sleep patterns are completely different. And, you know, it's not uncommon for a guy my age to wake up in the middle of the night, but it happens 100% of the time if I've been drinking. Right. I've always wondered why that is. Well, it's affecting the quality of sleep. So oftentimes if someone who perhaps doesn't often drink drinks, they'll comment that they snore. And snoring is a symptom that your quality of sleep is lacking because your airflow is not running smoothly, right? right? We're we're not talking about apnea now. Right, not apnea, just just basically like perhaps you didn't fall asleep, you passed out. (laughs) So quality of sleep does not mean number of hours. Okay, so what other things can we do to improve the rest that we're getting? Other things you can do, you can incorporate, there are some supplements that you can, and nutrients. So magnesium is an amazing supplement that you can incorporate and taking just a powdered magnesium about an hour or two before bedtime helps the muscles to relax. You can also incorporate a medicinal mushroom of red reishi, which is great for the mind. So it turns off all those monkey brain thoughts of overthinking as you're trying to uh, sort out the busy, hustly, bustly days. And as well, a stress support of supporting your adrenals and your immune system is really important. So Melissa, we, we chatted about sleep. What else can we do to relieve our stress levels? So some key things that we can look at is, is what you're eating. So clean nutrition. Again, holiday season, there's going to be a lot more temptation and sugars and sort of unhealthy choices around us. So keeping committed to your clean eating habits is key, as well as, as mentioned, reducing those stimulants of coffees and alcohols, and also get that workout in, move, because there are so many studies that prove that workouts help alleviate stress. So it might not be a full hour, but some form of movement, say 30 minutes instead of 60, will help your body cope better. Okay, so if we're not terribly motivated over the holidays. I know you're a trainer, right? And you help people not only with their fitness, but with their nutrition. So if you've got a particularly lazy client, I don't know, somebody who does radio and publishes (laughs) magazines and doesn't feel like he really wants to go do the weightlifting, how would you get him off his butt? Commit to doing it first thing in the morning. Okay. So set an alarm on your phone in your iCal or put a sticky note on the mirror in the bathroom to say, move your body. If you can't make it to the gym, do it at home. 
There are so many things that you can just download or watch online that maybe it's a, a shift from lifting into yoga or a breathing activity just to get air through your body is going to help the nervous system. So yoga, Pilates, stretch, maybe book a massage as a treat instead of a food treat that will add to the stress. Those are good ideas. I used to run before I had an injury to my Achilles, so I can't run so much anymore. And I find after running, you get that runner's high, right? Which mm-hmm. is, which is, you know, it's the antithesis of the stress that you're feeling. And I also used to find that the runs, it would give me time to clear my mind. Absolutely. Right? You know, and so I'm trying to find activities that sort of bring me both, right? It's not just the physical activity. It's, it's the ability to sort of lose yourself in the activity mm-hmm. and be able to sort of clear your mind. And, you know, when I do the HIIT classes, I'm getting the activity, but I'm not clearing the mind. What kind of activities would you recommend for me? I'm not running anymore. What do you think? Swimming? Would that work? The answer is so individual. Basically, it's something that gets your heart rate up and gets you sweating and moving. And also, you want to lose yourself in the activity so that you can't think about all of the stress of the holiday season. So if swimming is interesting to you and it's engaging, most certainly you have to focus, otherwise you sink. So sure, try swimming with the colder weather out side as well. You can bring it indoors or maybe a group class that isn't as intense as a hit cardio yeah. could also be an activity or book a couple one-on-one sessions so that you're with a trainer and they're taking you through so you can turn off your brain and they're actually guiding you through what to do. Some of the trainers I, I work with are sadists. And, I, <laughs> and I'm not sure. I think one-on-one, I'm a little scared about what they're going to do to me. You know, if I, if I allowed them the opportunity to turn my brain off, I, you know, I don't know if I trust them to that level yet. <laughs> okay. I, I think you may know some of these people. So we're going to have you back in the new year. And I wanted to know, actually later later in the month, and I wanted to know, what is it you want to talk about the next time that you're in? Well, I think we're going to have to address the issue of weight management and how to effectively do that because it causes a lot of stress for many people during the holiday season and also that New Year's resolution that's daunting. Right. I think it would be a great way to just empower people as to don't get stressed about it. I think that's a great idea, and I look forward to that discussion. So we'll have you back soon. Thanks for coming in today. Thank you so much for having me. We're going to take a short break now, but when we come back, we're going to talk with the inventor of a new device that prevents concussions, all on the tonic. I'd like to give a shout out to another sponsor, WeVibe, creators of the Couples Vibrator. WeVibe designs premium products that work with your body to enhance pleasure and intimacy for couples. Their line of vibrators is one of the most recognized and respected. With a team of world-class designers working closely with experts in sexuality, health, and wellness, WeVibe continues to set new industry standards for designing intimate products that work beautifully in sync with the human body. Want to infuse more passion and connect with your partner in exciting new ways? Go to WeVibe.com. I'd also like to thank the Benvenuto Group, The Benvenuto Group is an owner and developer of quality high-rise condominium and rental properties in Toronto and Montreal. The Benvenuto team is passionate about delivering quality living spaces, top lifestyle amenities, important services, and innovative design tailored specifically to its residents in every particular submarket. The Benvenuto Group seeks out the finest urban neighborhoods and designs projects to allow its residents to enjoy the benefits of both their property and the exceptional locations that they become a part of. The team surrounds itself with leading professionals and consultants and pushes them to conceive great places to live, to work, and to play. 
The Benvenuto Group is currently designing several new projects in Toronto, Montreal and Chicago that will not only become exceptional places to live as an owner or as a renter, but that will deliver some of the highest levels of sustainability, energy efficiency and comfort, and will set the standard for informed residents. For more information, please visit thebenvenuto.com. This is The Tonic on Zoomer Radio. And we're back. Dr. Joseph Fisher is co-founder of Thornhill Medical and professor in the Faculty of Medicine at University of Toronto. He's currently a staff anesthetist at the University Health Network and senior scientist, human psychology and clinical investigation at Toronto General Research Institute. He's published over 120 papers in peer-reviewed journals and designed and consulted on products for NASA, Government of Canada, United States Marine Corps, and various companies. He's an inventor on over 25 issued and pending patents, including the core technology behind Thornhill's technologies. I'm really happy you could be here today. Welcome. Thank you, Jamie. There's been so much in the news lately about sports-related injuries, and in particular concussions in professional sports, and you've invented a device that helps prevent concussions, which of course is great news. So let's just sort of start at the very beginning. What is a concussion? Well, a concussion is, um, it's hard to find an exact uh, definition of this, but I okay. think that you should think of a concussion uh, the same as uh, perhaps a slap in the face to the brain. The brain sort of rattles around a bit inside the skull, and sometimes when you get a head injury of some sort, the brain sort of bumps up against the side of the brain. We call that a concussion. Against the side of the skull, right? Against the side of the skull, exactly. Thank you. No problem. So that's sort of what we would know as a concussion, right? A concussion, yeah. And it's not necessarily related to any underlying pathology, like you don't necessarily get bleeding or anything like that, or or you don't necessarily have to go unconscious. You can get considerable damage even without loss of consciousness or symptoms. Hmm. That's scary. So you may not know that you have a concussion when you get it, right? Exactly. So you've invented a device that helps to deal with the issue of concussions. Tell us what you invented. Yeah, there was a little bit of insight. This device is not intuitive okay. unless you have a little bit of background of insight. Okay, so tell me about the insight. So the insight is that uh, the brain, as I said, seems to rattle around a bit inside the skull. That's the problem. And if we could prevent that from rattling around, that would generally prevent the concussions. So uh, there's only three things inside the brain. There's a brain, there's a CSF, and there's blood. So to fill up this space, we thought maybe we can back up a little bit of blood in there. Sorry, what's CSF? CSF is this cerebrospinal fluid. It's the clear fluid that surrounds the brain and sort of cushions it. Okay, so the theory behind your invention is if there was, what, more blood in the cranial area, then there would be less room for the brain to rattle around? Or? Yeah. So it would basically be like the egg. You know, if you take an egg and you shake it, you don't get a scrambled yolk. However, if you took out some of the egg white right. and you shook it, uh, you could conceptually uh, scramble it. And that's what happens to our brain. So the idea was to fill it up so that the whole space inside the skull is taken up. And that way, the brain, instead of banging against the inside of the skull, would move with the skull and be protected. So your invention, does it force more blood into the into the cranium or is it preventing the blood from escaping the cranium? How, do, how does it work? Yeah. So uh, blood goes into the brain and it drains back out. Right. So what we do is we put a little bit of resistance on the blood draining out of the brain. 
and a little bit of it remains inside the brain taking up that extra space. So the pressure inside the brain doesn't necessarily go up. It doesn't reduce the brain blood flow. It doesn't do anything. It just takes up that extra little space, which may be as little as a teaspoon or a tablespoon of blood. Oh, wow. So it doesn't affect your ability to comprehend or it doesn't affect the senses when there's a backup of blood? No, there's nothing. You can't tell at all. That's fantastic. So that's the science behind it. And what is the device? Like physically, what is it? Okay, so the blood uh, has to drain outside of the brain through the neck. Right. Uh, fortunately, there's two large veins. Everybody, I think, has heard of the internal jugular vein. Right. Yeah, they're quite superficial. So uh, we have a little clip that sits on the neck and, and gently compresses internal jugular vein so that about a tablespoon of blood backs up and takes up the extra space in the brain. And that's it. Wow, it's as simple as that. It's, it's that simple. I mean, anybody could have thought of it, except well, they didn't. Well, no, I, I assure you, I could not have thought of it. <laughs> that's fantastic. So your device is currently being used. It's in the market, is it not? It's in the market uh, at the moment, yes. And it's being used by hockey players, isn't it? Well, it's being marketed towards hockey players. Okay. But, you know, I, I think any uh, sort of sport where you can get a hit to the head would benefit from that. For example, I'm a cyclist. I, right. I use it during cycling. I use it during skiing. That's fantastic. And what other applications are there for this device beyond hockey players using it in sports? Right. You know, the hockey players, the football players. Yeah, exactly. We, we should mention. Yeah, absolutely. Was, yeah. That's a big Well, game. you know, if you, uh, you know, recently there's been some stuff about girls soccer where the girls, you know, head the ball. Well, that energy that they impart into the ball by Newton's third law, you know, the same amount of energy goes into the brain. And that's what causes a lot of the damage inside the brain in these girls. So it could definitely be used or should be looked at. It's actually being looked at. I was going to uh, ask you. It, it is being looked at. They're in Cincinnati, they're, they're looking at that. So soccer would, would be a, a big uh, issue. Right. There's other things uh, other than the cycling soccer and things like that. For example, there, there are researchers who are looking at it for preventing fainting. You know, when you get up quickly, this may be beneficial to older people who sometimes stand up and faint. You know, it occurs to me, you know, a family member just got a, had a concussion as a result of uh, getting into a car accident. Do you see your device being worn by everybody all the time? Would it work that way or would there be repercussions? Well, you know, in the car, you've got your airbags. Right. This is basically an internal airbag is what you end up getting. So I think when you don't have the external airbag... <laughs> you have the internal airbag. You have the internal. So when I'm skiing down... <laughs> no no risk of recall. No. <laughs> Fantastic. Well, thank you for coming in today. We have to take a short break, and we'd love to have you back soon to talk about some of your other inventions in the new year. Will you join us? Oh, uh, certainly. Pleasure. Thanks. Fantastic. Thank you so much. When we get back, we're going to talk about identifying and achieving your goals in the new year on The Tonic. Hey, everybody, I just wanted to take this opportunity to give a shout out to one of our sponsors, Purely Natural. They're fourth generation master herbalists. It's a family owned Canadian company that's been in business for over 100 years. They've been working with my company, Tonic Magazine, for over 10 years. And its principal, Joel Thuna, has been writing our fantastic preventative medicine column for over seven years. They're one of the original sponsors for the OMTO Yoga Festival. The company is certified GMP, kosher and organic. For more information about Purely Natural, please visit their website, purelynatural.com. As one of the largest coach education organizations in the world, the Certified Coaches Federation provides training for individuals and companies looking to transform themselves and those around them through the power of life and executive coaching. 
Whether you want to work with men, women, or teens, helping them achieve clarity on their goals and wanting to provide the support and accountability only a professional coach can deliver, the Certified Coaches Federation, or CCF, has trained over 13,000 certified coach practitioners worldwide just to do that. CCF Certified Coach Practitioners provide clear, concise, and relevant direction to anyone dissatisfied with where they are and have found themselves stuck not knowing what to do about it. With the most accessible coach education available, the Certified Coaches Federation prides itself on delivering the most relevant information, providing attainable skills, and creating unique tools to support anyone with a thirst for helping others. Whether you're an aspiring coach or already a veteran, the Certified Coaches Federation has a type of training suited to your needs. Contact the Certified Coaches Federation at 1-866-455-2155 or certifiedcoachesfederation.com. You're listening to The Tonic on Zoomer Radio. Welcome back. Our next guest, Rod McDonald, has over 30 years in the field of self-development. Rod is the CEO of the Certified Coaches Federation, one of the largest coach education companies in the world, and a speaker and coach and author. For more information on Rod, visit www.indestructiblehuman.com. Rod is also a longtime columnist for Tonic Magazine. His article in the January issue is about identifying and achieving goals. Rod, welcome. Thanks very much, Jamie. It's great to be here. We've spoken many times over the years, and, and one point that we both agree on is that resolutions are nonsense and should be avoided. But identifying goals and working to achieve them makes total sense. You would agree with that, would you? Absolutely. You know, I, I think that it's intrinsic to everyone that they have something that they want to work towards. And there's a natural sense that when the calendar flips over to January 1st, that it's a new year, so why not put effort into being a new you? And so it's natural that people would want to establish resolutions and create a plan around that. But the truth is that you can create a goal, or if you want to call it a resolution, at any time and work towards it at any time as well. My issue with resolutions is a little bit different. I mean, you're seeing the positive. I'm I'm the glass half empty guy. And I think the problem with resolutions is it's a promise to yourself, which is important. And, you know, we all have those interior monologues. But I find, you know, if you break a promise to yourself, I think it's harder on you than if you break a promise to somebody else, right? I mean, you have to live with the understanding that you haven't come through with the promise that you are making. And resolutions are promises. And I think that's adding sort of an extra level of difficulty to what is already a difficult task of self-improvement. So that's sort of my perspective on it. Yeah, I see where you're coming from with that. And I think that it's a fine line to walk, to find the difference between setting, whether you call it a goal or resolution, but setting that destination that you want to be clear enough and strong enough that you're you're compelled to take action to make it happen. The risk is always going to be present that you're going to falter. But the key would be to make it compelling enough because I actually believe that most people don't create compelling enough goals and therefore they live mediocre lives. And why would we want to do that? Why not set some huge goals like doing a certain number of push-ups over a certain amount of time or or, uh, whether it's losing weight or getting a new job or whatever the case may be, but why not set the bar higher? Because even if you do falter, if the bar is set really high, you'll have attained a a pretty high level. Yeah, I agree. I I think I'm going to go off on a tangent here. You know, I I feel like with the current generation, the youngsters, oh God, it's just horrible. But, you know, (laughs) we used to be youngsters. I know we used to be, but, you know, 
I think, you know, for example, my kids, like, you know, I, I don't want them to feel that, you know, just everything they do is okay. I want them to try. I want them to try their best. It's important to put in the effort and to have a goal in mind. And even if they don't reach their goal, at least they can say that they put the effort in. And, you know, the reward isn't just the effort. It's what you learn along the way, which has value for the rest of your life. At least that's my perspective on it. Absolutely. You know, and we both have kids. And I think that conversation has come up and will continue to come up because like all parents through all of time, you know, we want our kids to have better than we had of course. growing up. And part of that might be for some parents, maybe not all, but for some parents is to have that conversation to try to light that spark within our children to aim high and to achieve greatness. And, and the greatness is sort of in air quotes in the sense that it's whatever you want to be. If you want to be the best neurosurgeon in the world, then go for being the best neurosurgeon. If you want to be the best garbage person in the world, if you want to be the best, you know, ski instructor, like whatever it is. Talk show host. A talk show host. You know, talk show guest. <laughs> then, then whatever it is, aim high. So what's the first step? If you were, you're, you're at the starting line, what do you do? What should you do? It's a great question because a lot of people do get stuck in that first phase of trying to establish what it is that they actually want. And in some cases, it's because they don't give themselves permission to dream big. Right. In other cases, they've been taught through maybe it's parents, maybe it's peers, you know, teachers and whatnot, that they shouldn't dream big. And so from a coaching perspective, what we do is we ask the person what they want, and then we actually encourage them to put as much detail to that as possible. And we put a time frame around it as well. So we, we look at, well, what do you want? When do you want it? And then we move on when it's appropriate. We move on to what do you have to do to get there? Right. And it may be the hardest part is really thinking about what is the goal, right? It's setting the goal is probably the biggest step towards achieving the goal. Would you agree with that? Well, yes, because I, I mean, to some extent, if you don't know what your destination is, how will you ever know if you get there? You know, it's like setting out on a on a road trip. If you get in the car, you, you rush to get into the car and you get out on the road and you don't know what direction you should be going, then you'll never know if you get there. You might have a great trip along the way, yeah. but you may not get to where you ultimately would like to have gotten had you put the time into establishing what your ultimate destination would be. So why do you think people fail in achieving their goals? Well, there's a, again, there's a number of different aspects to why somebody might not succeed in achieving their goal. I think that lack of clarity around what it is that they want a lack of clarity around what the emotional payoff will be, because that's really one of the biggest aspects is that if they can imagine the emotional payoff at the at the end of the day of how they're going to feel and how their life is going to be different because of achieving that goal, then they'll have the emotional energy and fuel to actually get there. But the other piece is to have the plan and have the support mechanisms, be they technology or people supporting them, but to have the plan and to have the support along the way almost invariably will allow them to get there. And that's that's where a, a coach usually comes into play is that they add that support and that accountability to keep them on track, even if they come off track every once in a while. So some people will, will pick big goals and the type of goals that, you know, aren't accomplished in a week and a half. It may take them a year. It may take them two years. So when you have a big goal, what advice, what practical advice would you give somebody who's trying to take on a big goal to get to that end result? Certainly it would be to uh, get as clear as possible what that goal is, when they want it and what they're willing to do 
to get there, as well as, as a bit of a footnote, what they're not willing to do to get there, because sometimes they have to take certain things out of their lives. They have to limit certain other relationships or behaviors to be able to get there, in addition to adding on some new behaviors, perhaps. But it's certainly helpful to have somebody along the way to support you. Most of us don't have that, that voice that encourages us, that is there without a bias. And again, that's where a coach comes in, is to continue to help the person stay on track without a bias as to, well, our family's never done this or nobody from our community's ever done that. It's always a belief that the person, if they want it badly enough, they can do it. That's fantastic. I think we've inspired a lot of people to reach for their goals today. And I'm hopeful you're going to come back and we can discuss uh, more ways uh, to help them along the process. Will you come back and and, and join us and talk about it? Anytime you want me here, I'll be here. Fantastic. Well, that's it for today. Thank you for listening to The Tonic. You can download this episode as a podcast on zoomerradio.ca and thetonic.ca. For articles written by Rod McDonald, be sure to pick up your copy of Tonic Magazine. Tonic is available free on racks at over 200 locations across the GTA and delivered with the Globe and Mail to home subscribers in 11 choice neighbourhoods in Toronto. Or you can visit our website at www.tonictoronto.com. Please join us next week on The Tonic when we'll discuss optimizing weight loss and weight management, polyamory, and the five things your yoga teacher wants to tell you but doesn't. This is Jamie Busson wishing you a healthy week and all the best in the new year. Please consult a healthcare professional before starting any diet, exercise, supplementation, or medication program. This has been a paid announcement. This podcast is proudly produced and presented by the Zoomer Podcast Network, home of great podcasts like Marilyn Lightstone Reads, Idea City on the Air, and The Garden Show.